on FM 1071. I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up. That's right. Everything. Everything is up, baby. Welcome. Good morning. It is Monday. It uh, Overnight rains, gusty winds, causing a lot of problems in our area. Power outages around, traffic problems. With all the ponding, the pooling, the puddling that's going on, we got crashes over there and crashes over here, as you just heard Don talk about. There's Don, there's Chris, there's Elaine, I'm Trey, good morning. It's 507 at KTSA, 210-599-5555. Starting off with the economy this morning, because new polling is out from the Washington Post and ABC News. 94% of Americans upset or concerned about the impact of skyrocketing inflation, 94%, according to the libs over at the Washington Post and ABC. That's uh, probably higher because, you know, they fudge the numbers over there at those places, make it look good for Biden, but probably 100%. But they got a 6% wiggle room in there, I'm quite sure. The poll asked uh, respondents their opinion on how the president was doing. That's Joe Biden, by the way, handling his job as president. His overall approval is underwater by 10 points. And you break it down by intensity, Americans had much stronger negative feelings about Biden than positive. Of course, they don't like the man. Well, because he's not likable. He's a horrible human being. He's a horrible human being. And what's happening to him by the people around him being done by people are even more horrible than him. Anyway, his approval on uh, individual issues significantly lower. Underwater's handling of Russian invasion of Ukraine on job creation, handling of the economy, issue of inflation specifically. Nobody likes the guy. Nobody understands him. The poll also asking respondents which party they trusted more on the key issues. Republicans with a double-digit lead and trust on several issues on the economy, on crime, Americans trusted Republicans handling inflation specifically on immigration. Inflation continues to be the top American minds. If you've been listening to me, I've been talking about day one. Republicans need to have their bills, day one bills, and that's what they need to be talking about. You hear those issues that I just talked about, that I just said? Those are the very ones that I've been talking about on their day one uh, legislation. Inflation, crime, immigration, the border, la-da-da-da-da-da-da. Republicans? I, I, I don't know where you are. <laughs> I don't know if you've just decided that he's so horrible that he's going to screw this up so badly that you don't need to do anything. And maybe that's, that, maybe that's what you chose to do. And, and maybe you feel like you don't need to fight for this or you don't need to stand up and say this is what we're about. But trust me, you need to fight for this because they're going to cheat it. <laughs> so you got to, man, you got to so fire up people on the right and so fire up the independents that's what you got to do republicans if you want this landslide in november and the way you do that is day one this is the legislation on crime day one this is the legislation on the economy and gas prices day one this is the legislation on immigration day one this is what we're going to do for you and i'm going to tell you what if you do that you will carry more than 90 percent of the vote most Americans also, according to Rasmussen, saying that high prices have forced them to change the way that they are eating. Yeah, they're reporting now over at Marlboro that people are going down in quality of cigarettes. They can't afford the Marlboro. You can't afford Marlboros? Are you kidding me? <laughs> going down in the quality of cigarettes. Giving up the ho-hos. No more ho-hos. And, of course, going down another quality as well. Picking generic brands wherever generic brands are possible. The average price of, gas, of, of diesel. 5.2 on Sunday. That's $5.296 on Sunday, twice as much as a year ago. Gas prices elevated on automobiles, uh, on gasoline, 4187 a gallon yesterday. Increased rates passed on to consumers, higher costs. What you're seeing is not only higher costs in your, your food, but you're also seeing the 18-wheeler higher costs being uh, passed on through to consumers as well, of course. Of course they're going to. But as Samantha Powder said, and I got to tell you, she's one of these with with um, with Obama and Susan Rice on, that's running this country through Biden. Biden is nothing but a cover man. He's a cover man for these guys. It's Obama. It is Susan Powder. It is Susan Rice. It's all these folks. They're the ones that are running it, Samantha Powder. Anyway, she said over the weekend, you never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> Where'd you hear that before? And she said that the uh, food shortages in America, 
will push farmers to green energy. Never let a crisis go to waste, he said. So as a result of all this that we're seeing, farmers are going to have to choose, instead of the fertilizer that they can't get now from Russia, because we're in a war with Russia. <laughs> so instead of them using fertilizer, they're going to have to turn to methane or, or, or manure and compost and that's what farmers are going to have to do. Well, that's very interesting because they have said for years manure causes methane, and methane is tearing down the sun and the moon and the stars and everything around us. That's all. That's what they've said forever. But that they are capitalizing on this, and they're forcing farmers to give up their diesel tractors. And I guess you're supposed to go with an electric tractor. Now, i got to tell you, I tried to buy an electric lawnmower over the weekend, and I went to three places to buy an electric lawnmower over the weekend. And I got to tell you something. I didn't find a battery for an electric lawnmower that would last over 42 minutes. That's two passes on my yard. It's a crap show is what it is. And yet, if the American people are suffering, man, that's no problem. Let the American people suffer. You suck, America. You need to suffer. That's the Obama way. That's what he thinks. He thinks you suck so bad that you got to suffer. Remember, in 2007... He said energy prices must go up even if it causes suffering of the American people so that we can push the green agenda. Why? Because he's got buddies that are making bank on it. That's why. That's exactly why. He's stuffing their pockets full of cash, both in the oil industry because they're sucking it out of the economy so fast. Right? They're making bank, 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 bank. And in this new green energy thing, because it's a bunch of our money, our taxpayer dollars that are going to that. Disney uh, executive Jeff Morrell, who crafted the response to Florida's parental rights law, resigns after three months on the job. Big shakeup at Disney. I'm going to tell you more about that. There's a story about that in the Wall Street Journal you're going to like to hear today. And, of course, Mayorkas, uh, you know, he's just uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this guy. But he was on television over the weekend defending this ministry of truth. Speaking of the ministry of truth, um, really, if they believed in the truth, they should activate it against one of their own in the Biden administration. I'll explain. Elon and AOC go at it. They had a bit of a Twitter spat over the weekend. And Democrats say they're going to call Elon Musk to testify about his plans for Twitter. I would just say no. I'm not going to do it. None, none ya, baby. Why? Because when the deal goes through, the, uh, it, it's his he doesn't have to answer to democrats as far as what he's going to do or what his plans are it's his you know he can shut it down turn turn it off elon he can do whatever he wants to with it even though a guy over at cnn says we're headed to hell and then of course naomi judd uh, died over the weekend at her own hand uh they call it died because of mental illness that's what her daughters ashley and winona said and uh, incredible that that happened on Saturday because yesterday, last night, they went into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And, uh, boy, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk some more about that as well. we got a lot of ground to cover today, and you can feel free to jump in here wherever you want to at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Overnight rains, gusty winds, had some traffic problems, got some crashes out there in various places. Otherwise, it's going to be windy this morning, cloudy and humid, high of 85. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and warmer, 91. And Wednesday, breezy and humid, high of 89. Right now, see. And FM 1071. What exactly is this? What exactly will this disinformation governance board do? Will it monitor American citizens? Dan, I'm very pleased to do so. It, it, it's clear. I mean, th those criticisms are precisely the opposite of what this small working group within the Department of Homeland Security uh, will do. Okay, that's an absolute lie. He lied all the way through that interview. In fact, he lied on television all weekend. That was uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Greg, that, I mean, uh, Chris, that was absolutely perfect. Good morning, 520. You got it on KTSA. Let's pick up the pace, baby. Let's go 210-599-5555. Elaine, do you want to talk about the Judds? You're a big Judd fan. Do you want to come in and talk about the Judds at all? You're a big Judd fan. No, you don't want to? Okay. We're going to talk about them here in a little while. All right. Let's talk about this, uh, this ministry of truth, okay? Because that's what it is. And let me connect this real quick to a hit piece that was done by the New York Times over the weekend. New York Times writes an 87 million word hit piece on, on Tucker Carlson over the weekend, okay? The thing is 46 pages long. 
in the New York Times, front page. Tucker Carlson, let me, let me read to you the, how Tucker Carlson stoked white fear to conquer cable. Mr. Carlson has constructed what may be the most racist show in history. The most successful. He frequently declares himself an enemy of prejudice. His show teaches loathing and fear. Night after night, hour by hour, Mr. Carlson warns his viewers that they inhabit a civilization under siege by violent Black Lives Matter protesters, by diseased migrants from south of the border, by refugees importing alien culture, and by tech companies and cultural elites who will silence them or label them racist if they complain. And when refugees from Africa, numbering of the hundreds, began crossing into Texas from Mexico during the Trump administration, Carlson warned that the continent's high birth rates meant the new arrivals might soon overwhelm our country, change it completely and forever. Okay, so here's the New York Times problem with Tucker Carlson. He's a truth teller. He's not stoking racism. He's not building white hate. He's not doing any of that. I watch the man, and that's not what he does. They don't like the fact that he tells the truth. He does not carry the company line. What have I told you about the company line? What have I told you about the narrative? What have I told you about why they're so freaked out about Elon Musk is that they will not have Twitter to carry their narrative anymore. And let's cycle back or circle back, whatever they say, and bring this back to their ministry of truth. That over the weekend, Alejandro Mayorkas said the ministry of truth is not going to surveil American people and what they're saying. Oh, bull crap. Of course, that's why they have it in place. That's why they built the thing in the first place. To look after the American people and take people like Tucker Carlson. They're calling him a racist. They have the New York Times now. They're all working together. You know that, right? I'm going to prove it in a second, but they're all they're all colluding together behind the scenes to put out the same narrative. And what they're doing with Tucker Carlson is they're branding him as a racist, a violent white supremacist racist that has to be canceled. They have to get rid of him. Why? Because he's telling the truth. They cannot have a truth teller out there that's going against their narrative. And Tucker Carlson is a truth teller going against their narrative. So he's got to be gone. And what they're doing is they're setting him up now for this ministry of truth headed up by this 33-year-old dingbat ditzhead to cancel him. That the ministry of truth out of our federal government is now going to move against Tucker Carlson. He's the first one that's going to have to go. And where is this coming from? How did the ministry of truth come about, folks? Barack Hussein Obama, who I believe he's running this country through Joe Biden. I'm not the only one who believes that. Do you know Democrats believe that? Do you know that? In fact, Tulsi Gabbard believes that. Now, the good news is, is that almost all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms, and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack-a-mole. Still, uh, in talking to people at these companies, I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech, encourages mm. violence, mm -hmm. or poses a threat to public safety. Mm -hmm. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it. But while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough. Mm -mm. So what happens? Have to happen. The government needs to step in to do the job. And then six days later, Homeland Security rolls out the Ministry of Truth. They call it the Disinformation Governance Board. It's the Ministry of Truth. And it came from Barack Hussein Obama. Tulsi Gabbard, she says that Obama is behind the Ministry of Truth and Biden is just the front man. Tulsi's a million percent correct. In fact, every last part of this administration, Joe Biden is just the cover man. That's all he is. He's a cover man. 
He can't even think on his own, folks. And what's going on is these firms, these social media companies, they're all together behind the scenes, coordinating with the White House behind the scenes. Let's come up with a new term for this. It's called idea fixing, okay? It's not price fixing. Back in the day, back in John D. Rockefeller's day, they called it price fixing when there was collusion behind the scenes and all those guys like Rockefellers and everything, they sat in those paneled offices up in New York, they smoked their big cigars, and they all decided what everybody was going to pay in this country, and they drove up prices in this country for steel and everything else. Okay, you know your history, so you know what they were doing, right? Price fixing. Well, guess what? These guys, are, these guys are idea-fixing behind the scenes. And I believe they're working with Obama, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, Samantha Power, and the others in idea-fixing, coordinating behind the scenes on what they're going to allow on their platforms, who they are going to allow on their platforms, and what message they're going to allow on their platforms. The government has already been in the Ministry of Truth business, and they've been using all these social media companies as the outlet to run their Ministry of Truth, denying conservatives a voice while propping up and lifting up left-wing lunatic voices. And now they've got a czar. They've got a czar named Nina Jankowicz, and I told you about her last week. I've got some more about her and her fantasies about sex with dead Harry Potter that she sang about in songs and all that. But I'm going to just warn you real quick here. We'll, we'll play it after the bottom of the hour, Chris. We'll play that coming out here in just a couple minutes. Don't take your eyes off the ball and focus exclusively on her because she's going to be gone in 10 minutes, all right? What they're going to do is she's, going to, she's being propped up, and, and pretty soon she, they're going to have to run her out, chase her out of there, and say, okay, we keep the ministry of truth. We got rid of her, so it's not going to be so bad. And dumbasses in America are going to go say, oh, yeah, okay, good. As long as she's gone, because she's a nutcase, as long as she's gone, you can keep the ministry of truth. No, the whole thing has to be put in a crap can and needs to be crap canned right away. The whole ministry of truth. Otherwise, you lose your First Amendment. This is a violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America, and you lose your free speech. You've already lost your free speech on, on social media. Are you ready to lose it everywhere else? Meaning here, meaning Tucker Carlson, meaning anywhere else online where free speech still exists, meaning the public square. Because i got to tell you, this is chilling. They have guns. They have badges. And so can you imagine you're out talking to some friends, maybe the coffee pot at work, and the next thing you know, knock at your door. Mr. Jones, I'd like to speak with you about a conversation you had the other day. Back in a minute. 5KTSA. You need, you need controls on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are <laughs> headed to hell. Ooh. We are there. Trump opened the gate to hell and now we're there chasing us. <laughs> you guys are silly. Uh, that that's their media guy over on uh, cnn we're headed to hell with elon musk taking over twitter because you know why because the left won't be able to control everything that comes through to you now and and that's why they're freaking out that's why they went after tucker carlson in the new york times called him a racist he's a white he 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 needs a hood man 87 million word hit piece on Tucker over the weekend, cause he needs all he needs a white hood, cause he's a racist over there at the Fox News place. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. Hey, look, I'm enjoying a freakout. I really am. This is fun to watch. It's it's fun also to watch this uh, this czar, the Ministry of Truth czar, Nina Jankowicz. Um, all, all these you know songs and stuff that she wrote, co-wrote with this person that she teamed up with in this wizard rock band called the Moaning Myrtles, and she dreams of having uh, sex with a dead Harry Potter and stuff in the in the songs. Oh, it's great, man. She, you know what she is? She's a fame hog. That's all this chick is. She's a fame hog, man. She's been seeking fame for a long time, and she thinks she's this great Broadway singer and all that, and she finally found somebody, Joe Biden. I don't know if she let him sniff, his, let him sniff her hair or not. That might be it. 
and finally found somebody. Actually, Barack Obama put her in this position. As Tulsi Gabbard said, Joe's just a cover man. Barack's doing all this. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Let's play her. This is her singing about Harry Potter. We're going to have sex with a dead Harry Potter. Here we go. Okay, uh, if you can't understand what they're saying, prefects are hot for a reason. She's singing about spying on naked children in bathroom rooms. Bathrooms were great places for peep shows, she said in the song. Yes. Looking for prefects in the bathroom, she said, which is a scene from Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. And instead of ghosts, she finds Harry Potter. and She fantasizes about solving the mystery between his legs. It's in the song. Yeah, she hopes he dies, right? Because she's like a ghost, too. Is She's already dead. And she says in the song, I hope Harry Potter dies so he can be with me in death, so we can do our thing together. That's what she says in the song. This is your ministry of truth, Zah, as appointed by Barack Hussein Obama. She also wrote on social media, talking about Kamala Harris, Kamala, that platforms and governments aren't doing enough. It's time to act. Our national security and democracy are at stake. What happened was there were some, as you well know, some criticisms of Kamler that came out on social media. And this uh, <laughs> this nut job, <laughs> this nut job said, oh, we can't have criticisms of her. This is gender disinformation. Congress needs to reauthorize the Violence Against Women Act and make it apply to social media. Because if you say something about Kamala Harris, obviously, that's just as if you raped her. This is your uh, Ministry of Truth czar. <laughs> but here's what's going to happen. Don't get all wrapped up in her, because they're going to get rid of her. Okay? She's going to be gone. They're going to send her away and say, okay, she's gone, and we're going to keep the Ministry of Truth. No. Better not let them keep the Ministry of Truth, folks. This... This is that whole thing about th- this fallen no father, sir. You can't allow this to exist in America because they will cancel your First Amendment rights. They will take away your rights to free speech. They will get rid of all of that. So it's time to stand, folks, and I mean stand strongly. This is another one of those things that should tell everybody, whether you're right, left, center, Republican, Democrat, you know I don't care about labels. I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. I don't care about labels. Issue by issue, look at what they're doing. And if this doesn't motivate everybody in this country to turn out and vote against these Democrats this coming November 8th, if this doesn't do it. Now, here's something else I want you to consider on this whole ministry of truth, distraction. Okay? They have released this at this time right now to be a major distraction. Because they know that I'll talk about it. They know that Tucker will talk about it. They know that people who are opinion leaders in this country will talk about this ministry of truth. And we have. We've been talking about it since they announced it. And what they're hoping is that we talk about this and not about all the other stuff that they have caused, like the border. And the border's going to get worse, even if Title 42 sticks around. Why? Because the guys who are running these folks up here who have collapsed our national sovereignty, that's why all these folks, they should be impeached. And that includes Biden. That includes Mayorkas. That includes Kamala Harris. All these folks should be impeached because they collapsed the sovereignty of the United States just because what they're trying to do is build a gigantic Democrat voter base. And, folks, I don't know that this can ever be corrected i don't it may be the 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 horse may be so far out of the barn and there may be so many people here already that it might be impossible 
But the whole plan, as I've told you from the very beginning, the whole plan has been to create a gigantic voter base for the Democrats. That's what this is. That's what the, that, that's who they're importing. Gigantic voter base so that Democrats win all future elections. Okay? But what they're doing by releasing this about the Ministry of Truth and this whack job, the whole point is so that they can distract us from everything else, from everything else like the border. They want us talking about her and not about the border. They want us talking about her and not the high gas prices. They want us talking about her and not the high grocery food prices. All those things that mo- crime. They want us talking about her and the Ministry of Truth and not the fact that people are killing innocent civilians on our streets every night. The stuff that really matters, crime, immigration, gas, and groceries. That's why, Republicans, you need to do your day one. I'm talking to you, Kevin McCarthy. I'm talking to you, all of you, all you Republicans. Put together your contract with America. This is our day one legislative agenda. We have it written. Here are the bills. Put us in power, and day one, we will pass these bills and get them over to Joe Biden for his signature. This is how we're going to bring down the price of gas and groceries. This is how we're going to deal with crime in the streets of America. This is what we're going to do about illegal immigration in our country. This is what we're going to do. And list them all off, those things that people care about. And day one, we're going to have these on Joe Biden's desk ready for him to sign. Elect us, put us in, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Don't, don't let this ministry of truth nonsense knock you off course from everything else that these people are doing that are destroying Americans' lives. And they're doing it on purpose, and they're laughing about it. They are laughing about it. Trevor Noah told a joke about it the other night. Joe Biden couldn't laugh hard enough about how much you're hurting right now. There's nothing funny about how much you're hurting right now. But it was to Joe Biden, and it is to Susan Power, because she says, well, we're not going to let a good crisis go to waste, so we're going to take advantage of the fact that farmers are paying 10 times more for their diesel fuel for their tractors. They can't get fertilizer, so you're not going to have any food. <laughs> That's so funny. You're not going to have any food. That's hilarious. Isn't that great? Eugene DeLeon Sr. died around 9 p.m. Saturday night approximately eight hours after he was bitten by a rattlesnake at the Rattlesnake Roundup in Freer, which is down by Corpus Christi. He's been handling rattlesnakes for about 40 years, said his family. Lots of pictures on the Internet of him playing with rattlesnakes and going around and doing these shows. Now, I remember going to several of the, the hunting and fishing shows over here and being there with Joe Martin, who does his Rattlesnakes of Texas. And he comes and he sets up the pen, and they get to rattlesnakes, and there's hundreds of the rattlesnakes, and those guys are in there walking around, and the guys are picking them up. And a rat- what's interesting about this is, and I, I just, you know, as, as an observer, because I don't like snakes. I, I just generally don't like it. I think they serve a good purpose. You know, they kill the little stuff and, well, you know, circle of life. So, I, you know, I, don't, I try not to kill them unless it's him or me, and then he's dead. <laughs> I don't chase him down, track him down to kill him. He can peaceably coexist as long as he wants to be peaceful if he don't want to be peaceful then you know my 38 with the rat shot and it's gonna kill him but uh but these guys put him in these pens and the rattlesnakes go to get away from the guys they they don't like humans so they go over in the corner and they're all curled up together and there's a pile of rattlesnakes in the corner because they don't want to, they don't want to be around humans and <laughs> The guys go over with those sticks and poke them and grab them and slide them out and pick them up. And, yeah, yeah, oh, dude, he's trying to get away from you. Let him get away. <laughs> you know, he's trying to get away. Let him go. <laughs> and every once in a while, one of these guys get hit. And Joe Martin, I don't know, his fingers were all gnarled up and tore up. And I, I asked him one time, I said, is that arthritis? You got an arthritis in your hands, Joe? And he said, no, man, that's from my babies biting me. He calls them his babies. I said, how many times you've been bit, Joe? I don't know, probably about 500. 500? And now he gets bit, he didn't even have to do the anti-venom. He's got so much pouring through his system, right? Yeah, I've been bit about 500 times. Oh, my God. So this guy down in Freer got bit the other day and didn't make it. They flew him out of the show by helicopter, and uh, boom, it was over. Good night. Turn out the lights Saturday night. Sorry to hear it. 
Uh, Naomi Judd uh, also died over the weekend uh, at her own hand. Uh, her daughters accepted their um, induction into the Country Music uh, Hall of Fame last night. Ray Charles went in as well in the Country Music Hall of Fame last night. Uh, both Judds were there. Is this for me? Do I take? Can you tell me who it is? Er, is it Er? Oh, oh, it's Adam. Hey, Chris, it's Adam. Adam's on the phone. Line one. Go ahead, Adam. You're on KTSA with Trey. Go ahead. Thank you, Trey. You know, Trey, giving uh, Twitter free speech is a great step in the right direction. I know there's been, you know, uh, weeping and gnashing of the teeth by the Twitter employees on the left. If that's because of them, this is literally uh, free speech to them is literally hell on earth. Yeah. And they come so far, Trey. They've been stomping out conservative thoughts for so long. Yep. You know, they were even able to stop uh, President Trump's free speech. Right. You know, one thing the bigoted left will not accept, Trey, is other people's opinions. Nope. It's considered, you know, racism and it's considered disinformation. You know, this is really uh, uh, fighting the truth, not a ministry of truth. You know, uh, we need to remember the power of prayer, Trey. You know, uh, there's been a little prayers answered, but we need to keep on praying that this 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 demonic spirit uh leaves the democratic party all right adam thank you man great call 210-599-5555 let me say one more thing about naomi judd real quick she had been suffering from mental health issues for a long time uh, depression ptsd etc she wrote about it in a book came out in 2016 uh how she spent weeks at a time months at a time literally on a couch couldn't get up you know so the, the weight of depression which is also another demonic spirit but uh was on her and pressing her down, and had been for a long time. She'd written about stuff that happened in her childhood, carried over into her adulthood. It happens to people, right? And uh, so, uh, you know, the month of April was kind of, you know, a terrible month for us. And I wrote a piece that I put on my Facebook page and my Twitter. I'm not doing much social media these days, guys, and I'm not going to re-engage that much. I'm just doing a little bit here and there. I'm not going to re-engage much on social media. I'm going to tell you that right now. So, but I, I did put up a piece that I wrote about people who are suffering and going through what Naomi went through and so many people go through every day. So if you want to check it out, it's on my Facebook. My Facebook if we're not friends, you can still see my stuff. I, I got it open to the to the whole world. And my, and my Twitter is uh, at Trayware Show over on Twitter if you want to check that out as well. All right, quick break. Uh, are we going to do a pledger when we come back? All right, we got a pledger. And- this was President Biden trying to talk about democracy versus autocracy, which is, David, one of his favorite themes. It is. It's, it's from the time he announced his candidacy, he's been saying that, and it's one of his keenest insights. And people kind of ignored it. Now we see what's going on. Um, I think he really did uh, uh, with the, the key phrase was that you just had up there, democracy is not a reality show. That's what that's what's wrong with the culture. But don't we treat it like that? Is aren't we part of the problem? Oh God, Brian Stelter, there are people over on CNN. Good morning. It's Monday. It's uh, the second of May. Hope you're having a great month. Before you know it, it'll be June. It just happens that way. Trey, we're here. There's Elaine. There's Chris. There's Don. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I told you. I told you. I told you. <laughs> what did I say when Elon said he was going to buy Twitter? I said that these people in the swamp, the ugly, filthy, nasty, smelly, stinky swamp, full of all kinds of swamp creatures that just like to eat good people. You know, they thrive on eating good people. They thrive on taking your rights away. They thrive on control, etc. But here's the other thing. They stay in business. They stay in power two ways. Dumbing down the educational system, creating an ent- generations of morons, idiots who can't think for themselves, idiots who can't think for themselves. They started this 60 years ago in the educational system. we got a bunch of idiots that we can control who do not think for themselves. They don't want you thinking for yourself. They want you just to eat the stuff that comes out of the swamp, number one. Number two is they control you through the narrative. New York Times hit peace on Tucker Carlson this weekend. He's a racist. He's a white supremacist. He probably goes and burns crosses in people's yards on the weekend. You know that. That's where Tucker spent his weekend this weekend. He was cross burned. <laughs> Give me the match. It's like 87 million words. <laughs> they overwhelm you because nobody's going to read the whole thing. You're just going to read the juicy parts that they release, right? Okay, so they control that. They control behind the scenes. They are colluding with the White House, and it's all called group think. 
It's called idea fixing. That's a term I came up with I want to give to you to use. Feel feel free. Give me credit for it, but feel free to use it, ABC. I <laughs> like they would. All right. Sean Hannity, Mr. Hannity, feel free to use idea fixing. You remember back in the Rockefeller days, it was about price fixing. The guys with the big cigars sitting in a, in a panel room, smoking cigars, fixing prices, colluding behind the scenes. Remember all that? All the big railroads and all the big manufacturers. Okay, right now what it is, all the social media companies and all the alphabet media companies, I call, call them alphabet media, so I'm talking about, you know, the the ones you see on TV and everywhere, along with the New York Times kind of medias and the Washington Post kind of media, all colluding behind the scenes for idea fixing here's the ideas that we want you to believe and anybody who has a competing idea you've got to be done away with that's why they've lost their s over elon musk because elon says no i'm gonna allow all kinds of ideas on twitter no 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 we're losing we're gonna lose twitter we can't idea fix on twitter anymore that's exactly right i told you what are they going to do? They're going to go right after Elon Musk. And one of the things I brought up was they have to approve whether or not he's going to launch SpaceX rockets into space. And he makes a ton of money when he launches because that's, you know, it's a publicly traded company. So if he's not launching, people aren't going to be investing in it. But every time he launches, people invest in it. By the way, on Elon, real quick. He could not find he had three huge failures. I don't remember if, I don't know if you remember, but they had three huge failures. Remember when their their rockets were like crashing back down, they'd take off and go 100 feet in the air, crash back down all that stuff. They had a terrible lead engineer. So what did he do? He launched a worldwide search for a great lead engineer. Do you know who ended up being the lead engineer on the fourth and successful rocket launch? You know who the lead engineer was? Some guy from NASA? Nope. Some guy from Russia was a cosmonaut? No. Elon Musk. He said, I can't find anybody. I'll do it myself. I'll be the lead engineer. And it worked. He said, I cobbled together enough parts <laughs> to make a rocket. And I made the stinking rocket. And in the fourth try, we got it off the ground. Okay. So you just heard Don tease in the bottom of the hour. The FAA apparently, as Don put it, hasn't decided whether or not they're going to approve the environmental assessment or when they're going to release the environmental assessment of SpaceX. <laughs> what I tell you? They're going to start messing with his permits. They're going to start screwing around with his permits just to strong arm him. I'm going to tell you a little personal story about that, okay, and how they, how they work. Now, this is on a much smaller scale, but I have direct... Uh, input on this because I had a direct connection to this. But anyway, the FAA is going to hold up the environmental e assessment on, on SpaceX down South Texas. And why? Because they're communicating with Elon. Boy, you better get in line. You better do what we tell you to do. You better cancel those conservatives. Don't let any conservatives now. You're going to have Twitter. You better keep Twitter in line with what we want Twitter to say. Or you're not going to get your next permit. The FAA is not going to say that SpaceX is operational. That whole thing is going to go underwater because the government has to permit it. I told you that the first day he announced that he was going to, to uh, take up Twitter, he was going to go after Twitter, that they were going to go after his permits. And sure enough, Don's going to have a story at the bottom of the hour. FAA. I say holding up. They're holding it up. They're holding him hostage. I'll give you a personal story. Much smaller scale. Much, 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 much smaller scale. But this is how they work. This is how these government agencies work. <clears throat> Back in the uh, early 70s, when my dad owned Pan American Speedway and Paramount Austin Speedway, he decided for the trifecta he would build a speedway in Houston. Now, he grew up in Pasadena. So he figured he would build a, a raceway, a speedway, over in Houston. They didn't have a good racetrack down there at the time. And he knew there was a market for it. So he went over and he found some land on 610, not far from Astral World, because he figured 
There's where the entertainment dollars. It's kind of like McDonald's. When McDonald's goes into a new market, they find where the other hamburger joints are, and they build right in the middle where Wendy's is and Burger King and everything is because that's where the hamburger business is, right? So my dad did the same thing. He said, oh, yeah, there's Astro World. The Astro Dome is right on the other side of 610, which is their 410, right on the other side of 610 from Astro World. So I'm going to build a speedway not far from here so that anybody who's coming to, for entertainment, they can go to Astro. Maybe I can co-promote with those guys. They can go to Astro World, maybe uh, check out an Astros game at the Astro Dome, and they come over to Racetrack on Saturday night for races. Good idea. So he went and bought the property. And he started to build the property for a racetrack, and he started to you know, ask the city for the permits. And the permits were being slow walked. It was taking him months to get an electrical guy to come out there and look at the electricity. For a plumbing guy to come out and look at the plumbing. For a building guy to come out and look at the building inspection. You know, it took him months to do, get, get all that done. So he finally said, you know, called the, he, they were calling and they were working with the, with the inspections department and they were slow walking this. And they took, he, he was sitting there with a piece of property he was paying, stroking a note on. He couldn't pay for it. Well, he was paying for it, but out of his own pocket. He needed to racetrack up and run it. You guys in business, you'll understand what I'm saying here. I've got a friend here locally that built a restaurant, went through the same thing here. Build, building a restaurant they didn't the city didn't want him to build a restaurant so they slow walked the whole thing so anyway he finally went to the mayor's office mayor huffines huffines owned astroworld <laughs> huffines did not want any competition for astroworld with some guy who's going to build a racetrack that's going to compete for the entertainment dollars so my dad goes and talks to the mayor and says hey mr mayor these guys are slow walking me. And he said, the mayor said to him, you will never get those permits. Why? Because my place is right there. I don't want you to build it. You're going to be competing against Astroworld. Well, how about we link up? Nope. You'll never get those permits. So that's how I know. That's how I know what they're trying to do to Elon Musk here with the FAA holding up his environmental assessment of SpaceX. This is all about, over on Twitter, you better get in line. You better make sure you toe the line. You better make sure you follow the rules of the game, big boy. This is the swamp slapping Elon. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. He he had a great thing to say, by the way, about Captain Kirk and about... uh, William Shatner over the weekend. I'm going to tell you what that is coming up. And then Mayor or, or Governor Ron DeSantis over in Florida is shaking the trees and shaking them hard, and uh, the business world is standing up and taking notice. I'm going to tell you about that when we come back as well. i got to tell you about my friends over at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. Wonderful folks over there. We just had another story over the weekend, a tragic story of somebody who dealt with mental illness for a long time, a celebrity who dealt with mental illness for a long time, wrote about it, spoke about it, did interviews about it, told people about it. And uh, unfortunately, it claimed her life over the weekend. I got to tell you, if you're suffering with depression, if you're suffering with anxiety, or you know somebody who is, please reach out. Please tell somebody. And Laurel Ridge Treatment Center is here to help you get through that. And Laurel Ridge can help you find another bright and beautiful day to where you do want to re-engage in life. You do want to get off the couch. You do want to get re-involved. And they work with, uh, you know, outpatient day treatment programs. They have inpatient treatments for intensive care type stuff, you know. They offer free assessments 24 hours a day. The bottom line is with Laurel Ridge here, you are never, ever alone. And I know you feel alone. And I know you've tried every medication in the world, or maybe you've tried it with your kids or whatever. I just, I just hope you'll reach out to Laurel Ridge and talk with them about this, too. Any kind of behavioral thing, it could be anxiety, it could be an addiction issue, Laurel Ridge is here for you and here for your family, too. Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, 210-491-3591. Well, overnight rains and gusty winds causing a lot of traffic problems overnight and crashes and stuff like that. But uh, we expect it to continue to be windy, cloudy, and humid this morning. About 85 for the high today. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and warmer in 91, right? But it's still not clear to me how this governance board will act. What, what will it do? So what it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech. No, <laughs> okay, well... He lied on television all day yesterday. That was, that was him with Dana Bash over at uh, 
at CNN. Uh, no, he just lied. That was my orcas lying about this thing all weekend long and saying we're not going to limit people's rights and all that. This is about January 6th, folks. It's about shutting you up. It's about shutting Trump up. It's about shutting up dissenting voices, anybody who's opposed to anything that they got to say. Now, i got to mention this Ron DeSantis thing for just a second. That's my president. Ron DeSantis is my president. Get on with it, Ron. Let's run now. The Federalist Susquehanna released a, a poll this week that shows the vast majority of Americans, more than 70%, support the laws like the ones he put into place over in Florida for parental rights, the ones that the left have lost their S-word over, the ones that Disney lost their S-word over. Yes, that more than 70% of Americans support those kinds of laws because they don't want the pedophiles talking about uh, sex to kids either. Nobody in America wants that. We're not going to groom kids. We're not going to groom kids in this country not going to happen and parents are going to stand up and parents are standing up all across this country i don't care what disney or anybody else says we're not rooming we're not grooming kids by the way speaking of disney a huge shakeup at the very top jeff morrell was the cheap was the chief and cheap too, corporate affairs for disney crafted the response to ron DeSantis and the parental rights law <laughs> the abortion of a response horrible He's been on the job for three months. He had a conversation with their CEO last week. He's decided to seek employment elsewhere. And several top dogs over at Disney are getting a shakeup. And, and, and their CEO, he'll be gone before long, too. He's been at the job about a year, I guess, something like it, maybe less than a year. And, um, it, it, you know, they've lost 37% of their stock market, 36% of their stock market value. You, you don't survive as a CEO like that. It doesn't happen. So I'm so I'm surprised they haven't fired him already. But anyway, but here's the thing about DeSantis, and that's why I call him my president, because the things that he is doing in Florida are already having a national effect. A Wall Street Journal this weekend wrote a piece: DeSantis's move on Disney has major corporations rethinking their involvement in woke politics. <laughs> That one thing that he did down there with Disney, well, actually a couple of things where he, first of all, passed the parental rights law, and then Disney said, well, we're going to run you out of office. We're going to get you, boy, and we're going to overturn that law, and we're going to stand against that law wherever it happens. And DeSantis said, okay, you can pay your own way then. If that's the way you feel, and if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to attack the state of Florida that way, you can pay your own damn taxes, or, you know, pay us taxes that you owe us. He ought to charge them back taxes. But anyway... Now, CEOs across the country, you know, who, by the way, were held hostage by BLM one summer, and the next summer, <laughs> they're held hostage by the tranny uh, community. You better pay us, man. You better, you better, you know, wokeism. You better get involved in wokeism. And they, you know, corporations did. They've been writing gigantic checks to all these special interest groups that are all these woke groups. And one move by one governor, the governor of Florida, my president, Ron DeSantis, and uh, all these CEOs are going, you know what? Um, we need to rethink whether or not we should be involved in woke politics. I've said it all along. <laughs> these corporations flying the gay pride flag and flying the BLM flag and, and, and telling us that, you know, their movies are going to be full of transsexuals now or tra transgender people, whatever, that, you know, that they're going to do all this and, and these wokeism things. All they're saying to people is, we don't want your business because most of us would still go if you didn't, like, throw it in our face. The whole problem with the transgender community, I don't care if you wear a dress. I don't care if you wear makeup. I don't care if you wear a wig. Go ahead, guys. Do that. The problem comes in when you expect me, when you try to force it on me and tell me what I have to believe. Now we got a problem. Or, you know, you're forcing it on the children in the schools. We, we also, I'm, I'm involved in that too. We're going to have a problem there. But if you stay in your lane, do your own thing, go ahead. I mean, these corporations, if you just quietly want to assent to these folks and say it's okay, I don't really care. I really don't. 
Corporates, you know, corporations can give their money to whoever they want to give their money. It's when they become the activists. It's when they join up with the activists. It's when they start flying the flag and saying, "We're here, man." You know, we're here. We're you know all that. Yeah, and and the corporations have done that. Not only Disney, but several. Coca Cola did it, and several others. And that's when I say, "Okay, I can, I can live without you." And wherever I can make that decision, I don't have to go there. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Then I'm going to make that decision. I'm going to live without you. And I'm not going to make a big stink about it. I'm just not going to go. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get my money, my presents. I don't care if you do it. I really don't care what you look like or how you dress or whatever. But don't then force it on me and say, I must believe your lie. I must buy off in your lie because I'm not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Not this boy. Go find somebody else to pick on. You're not going to pick on me. That's kind of how I feel about it. So anyway, Ron DeSantis doing what he did has now got these corporations thinking, you know, maybe we ought to stay in our lane and just do what we got into business to do. Like, let's have a good park where people can come ride rides and they can see our movies and have a good time. Let's let's try that. Or let's provide a good soda pop or whatever you call it. You know, let's provide a good one of those so that people can do that. That's That's what we're supposed to do. Let's not be in the middle of everybody's business and trying to force everybody into a particular type of what? What did I call it? idea fixing idea fixing i want you to ingrain that term in your head it's not price fixing anymore idea fixing is what they're all about all right quick break uh i, I gotta come back and i'm gonna talk about elon and uh, and a little bit of twitter on the other side i want to tell you about lifestyles unlimited if you want to retire in five years or less and get off the treadmill here where you're just doing the same thing every single day and you're building somebody else's empire so that somebody else can send their kids to college, somebody else can go on the nice vacation, somebody else can drive the nice vehicles, right? If you want to build your own empire that will be yours, I want you to sit down with Lifestyles Unlimited. They are the real estate education and mentoring group, and they're going to show you how you can retire in five years or less. How? By teaching you step-by-step how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, and your promo code is WHERE. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. That's where you're going to find out how you can begin investing. Start making money, investing in real estate, putting that money wherever you're reinvesting that money and building and building and building and building. And the next thing you know, you're financially free, and your children and grandchildren can be too. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code. Since the settlement? No. None. Does someone have to read them before they go out? No. So your tweets are not supervised? The, the, the only tweets that would have to be, say, um, reviewed would be if, if a tweet had a probability of uh, causing a movement in the stock. And that's it? Yeah, I mean, otherwise it's, uh, hello, First Amendment. Okay, that's kind of old. That's Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes with him. But... I loved it, so I sent it to Chris so we could play some of it this morning. There's a whole lot more. He's talking about free speech in there. Uh, you know, he goes, what did I send you, about a minute and a half of it, something like that, Chris, about 90 seconds, something like that. And he goes into, you want to do it? Okay. Oh, one minute? Well, why don't, you know what? What the heck, since I'm going to talk about him, why don't we just roll the thing? Can we roll the whole thing? Is that possible? Well, I, it, it, folks, this is longer than we normally do. We we only give you a few seconds of these every once in a while. But why not? I mean, he's the hottest thing in the news. He's top of the charts. Let's go ahead and roll the full minute. This is 60 seconds of Elon talking to Leslie Stahl in 60 minutes. Now, this is, you know, a little bit old. This, you know, happened. This is not a recent 60 minutes, but it's still applicable. So listen. You tweet a lot. I, I use my tweets to express myself. <laughs> Some people oh use their God. hair. I use Twitter. Well, but you use your tweeting to, to kind of get back at critics. Rarely. You, have, you kind of have little wars with the press. Twitter is a war zone. If somebody's going to jump in the war zone, it's like, okay, you're in the arena. Let's go. Have you had any of your tweets censored since the settlement? No. None. Does someone have to read them before they go out? No. So your tweets are not supervised? The, the, the only tweets that would have to be, say, um, reviewed, would be if, if a tweet had a probability of uh, causing a movement in the stock. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it's, uh, hello, First Amendment. It's for, like, freedom of speech is fundamental. But, but how do they know if it's going to move the market if they're not reading all of them? Well, I guess uh, we might make some mistakes. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Are you serious? Nobody's <laughs> perfect.
Nobody's perfect. There's a guy who says, you know, first of all, you can use Twitter to express yourself. Some people use their hair, right? Uh, I use Twitter to express myself. Freedom of speech. Hello, First Amendment. And if you're going to step into it, don't be a wussy. You know, if you're going to put yourself out there, if you're going to fire guns at people, I'm talking about, you know, metaphorically speaking, if you're going to do that, don't be upset when somebody fires back at you, (laughs) you know, but he's not that way. If you look through his account, he's snarky. He's funny. Okay. Let me, let me give you a couple of examples. Just this weekend, AOC lost her S over him. Here's what she tweeted on Friday. I'm tired of having to collectively stress about what explosion of hate crimes is happening because some billionaire with an ego problem unilaterally controls a massive communication platform and skews it because Tucker Carlson or Peter Thiel took him to dinner and made him feel special. (laughs) Well, you know who she's talking about. She's talking about the biggest story of the month, and that's Elon buying Twitter, right? So he says, he writes back on Twitter, stop hitting on me. I'm really shy. (laughs) Which is an answer to something... She said back when she went to Florida to be unmasked to party and she caught COVID down there kissing on a bunch of people. Remember all that? She said Republicans are mad at me because they they want to they can't date me. That's what she said. The Republicans are mad that they can't date me because they were pointing out that she went down to Florida to party to to the land of freedom instead of New York. So anyway, she responded to him by claiming she was not talking about him, but then she immediately took that down, and she said, I was talking about Zuckerberg, okay? And then she came back and said, no, I really wasn't. I really wasn't talking about Zuckerberg. So, I mean, she's a loon. She's crazy. But his response was, stop hitting on me. I'm really shy. (laughs) That's great. He also responded to Captain Kirk, William Shatner. William Shatner writing on Twitter over the weekend, by the way, Since it seems to be the latest thing on here, I'm stating that I'm staying on Twitter. Besides, I think Elon Musk is adorbs. (laughs) Captain Kirk, he thinks that Elon Musk is adorbs. He continued, Captain Kirk continued, also, full disclosure, I'm trying to pitch Elon to hire me as the face of Twitter. Hashtag dump the bird. (laughs) I love that. I love it. I love it. Dump the bird. I, I, I mentioned, I've been telling you, he needs to change the blue check marks to red, right? And why not get rid of the bird? And I'd be fine if you wanted to put Bill Shatner's face on there. Why not? But again, Elon's response to that was golden. It was priceless. Six words. You will always be my captain. <laughs> That's great. By the way, Democrats announced over the weekend they're going to call Elon Musk to testify about his plans for Twitter. His plans are nunya. Okay, that that's his plans. Nunya. That uh, if a dude spends forty-four billion dollars for something, it's his. He's taking it off the stock market. He's taking it private. What the Democrats again are freaked out about is they control the narrative from the New York Times to the Washington Post to ABC, CNN, CBS, NBC. They control the narrative. Idea fixing. That's a term I came up with. Idea fixing used to be price fixing back in the last century. It's idea fixing, and they have been using all the communication devices in America and all the media devices in America to fix ideas, and here's one that's breaking away that's going to allow the opposition to have a voice, going to allow other people to actually have a voice. And, man, they can't stand it. So they want to call him before Congress, have him testify about what he intends to do, and it's none yet. That's exactly, that would be my answer. What I'm going to do is none you. So there you go. Okay, a quick break here. i got to tell you about my friends over at Broadway Vascular, Dr. Dallas Broadway, a world-renowned authority in outpatient vascular procedures. What does that mean? Well, if you suffer from poor circulation, the pain from poor circulation, the sores, the ulcers from poor circulation, if you suffer from diabetic neuropathy and maybe your doctor has recommended to you that you take a look at amputation, anything like that, I want you to know about Dr. Dallas Broadway at Broadway Vascular. You know, he does it all over there, but this is an FDA-approved procedure. Takes about an hour in his office, then you go home, and people are really getting great relief 
from the effects of poor circulation. Now, insurance covers it, so I want you to find out if you are a candidate for this procedure to what uh, Dr. Dallas Broadway can do for you. He's at the corner of Blanco and 410 and always on the phone at 210 Investors would rather forget April. All three major stock indexes took a hit on Friday with the Nasdaq posting its worst month since 2008. Yeah, let's go a little bit into that. Just as uh, Jim just told you, the Nasdaq worst month since October of 2008. The month that followed the collapse of Lehman Brothers, AIG, nearly the entire U.S. financial system, really. Also, the FANG stocks, uh, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, collectively, they lost a trillion dollars of value in the course of April. In fact, uh, Netflix, uh, bury it. It's already dead. You might as well get rid of the body because it's going to start to stink. Uh, Stay-at-home stocks down 50% for the month. One of the key drivers of the sell-off, the realization that the manna from heaven, the easy money from the Federal Reserve, is over. In fact, it's expected that the Fed is going to raise the key key, uh, interest rate by 50 basis points uh, this week. And Bank of America is saying the uh, the Fed is going to do quarter points uh, for you know the next uh, well every meeting thereafter, slamming on the brakes. Are they going to bring about a recession? Carl Eggers from CreatingRicherLives dot com joins me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Carl, what do you think about the month of April? Well, you know we we lost two point seven trillion dollars in market cap just last week. Um, you know we're off to the worst start through April for the stock market post-World War II. And, you know, we also did get a negative GDP print, meaning, you know, if we have one more quarter of negative growth, that's a recession. And just for the listeners, it's two quarters of any negative growth in a row is considered a recession. So the difference between plus 0.01 and minus 0.01 is a recession. And so that's why people are so, you know, concerned about, the, the breadth of the recession, in other words, is a mild because if it's if it's just that we're down point zero zero one percent two quarters in a row, we could probably handle that. But if it's something worse, then of course you start thinking about two thousand eight and what you said about slamming on the brakes. That's exactly what's going on here. I mean, the Federal Reserve, which has got a pretty bad track record of either over loosening or over tightening, and we and we know they over loosened, um, kept interest rates too low for too long. Now they are trying to make up for lost time, and so they are slamming on the brakes. And it's, it's at the same time that, that the economy is already starting to slow a bit. And so that's a pretty bad combination. So the market's adjusting for that. I think the, the ray of sunshine is that if you are diversified outside of just stocks and bonds in your portfolio, you have real estate, you have some things that benefit from volatility, you've actually done okay this year. There are some stocks that are doing well in this environment. It's not everything. But – I think people that were in these mean stocks, like you mentioned, some of these, you know, stay at home stocks, a lot of them are around 70, 80, even 90% from their highness, not just the small ones. I mean, you're talking Facebook, Netflix. Now we have Amazon, which is a, a you know, obviously a, a, talks about the consumer. Those are big issues. So, so it's, it's starting to spread out a little bit. Investors need to be real careful because the Fed seems adamant that they are going to continue to raise rates even though we already are starting to see the economy slow. Well, the shame of it is, too, Carl, is that they could have taken care of this a year ago, you know, whatever. They could have pumped the brakes instead of slammed them on, but they refused. Remember, Powell was asked several times, and he said, no, I don't think we're going to have an inflationary problem. No, I don't think it's going to be an issue. And he could have pumped the brakes right then. Here's why. Here's why. It's because if you go back and look at Ben Bernanke, the old Federal Reserve chairman, he always said – he was worried more about deflation than right. inflation. In other words, we'll do anything we can to stop right. deflation because you can't stop. You can't. You can't. That, that's a horrible situation. However, inflation, they believe, takes care of itself because yeah. people stop buying. And guess what? It's not happening no. right now. No. And, 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 and frankly, it, just by raising interest rates, that is not necessarily the key to slowing inflation. That's another part of this whole discussion is that even raising interest rates right. isn't necessarily going to solve the problem. Right, and I know they're concerned about deflation, but now you're going to talk about a deep recession is a real possibility now because people are already, and I've got lists and lists of stories this morning, people are already changing their buy, buying habits. And then you've got the Democrats in Congress saying they want to raise taxes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. How, how yeah, deep do you want this recession to be? You know, how, how many people do you want living on the streets with teacups asking for money, begging for money? 
Well, and there's a good chance they're not going to be able to raise rates as, as much as they want because of what you just said, and they're going to have to reverse course and start right. lowering rates. The scary thing is they haven't even started quantitative tightening. No, I know. Wait till they start contracting the money bonds. supply. I exactly. know, right? Exactly. But yep. uh, since he's the top of the charts the, the, this week and last, well, the whole month, Elon Musk tweeted this yesterday. He was, he's been asked a lot about investing. He said, since I've been asked a lot, buy stock in several companies that make products and services that you believe in, only sell, only sell if their products and services are trending worse. Don't panic when the market does. This will serve you well long term. Well, and that's that's the that's that is great advice. Common the sense. Problem is, most people are investing in mutual funds, which right. own lots of companies, and it's diluted. In other words, he gets to he has the benefit of buying just a handful of companies and doing that. Right. The rest of us have a lot of mutual funds, so we don't, we don't. It's harder to avoid yep. some of the drops in the Amazons and in the Netflix and in the Microsofts and you know companies like that. Um, so that's the challenge right now. But I think it's great advice because price. What's going on right now, yeah. if you're good, you use this as an opportunity to say this company, whatever company it is, right. is on sale. Yeah. And you can take advantage it's of it. That's just common sense. All right, Carl, thank That's you, right. man. We will talk next week, if not before then. Where in Rima coming up next. we got a lot of ground to cover, so stick with us. 7 to 9 right here at KTSA.